0: It's the Next Level Contractor Podcast. Yeah, I'm talking about Mountain Dews, baby. Make your small business, trade, or construction company more profitable with better leads and better systems. Eat and
1: desserts and just get all fat and sassy. We're
0: going to do it in 30 minutes or less with no bullshit every Monday at 7 a.m. We'll do it live. Do it
1: live.
0: Today, we're going to be talking about making sure that you do change orders for your construction company and how important that is. And I have Jesse Meehan with me today. What's up, Jesse? How's it going, Tim? So, in your experience, what happens, and briefly, when a, when a construction company doesn't learn how to do change orders well?
1: Not to be doomsday, but to put it simply... Uh, you lose a ton of money and possibly a lot of your profitability over the year if you don't do change orders correctly
0: and what happens if you learn the art of doing change orders in a way that it benefits both you and the customer
1: if you do change orders correctly if you're communicating properly if you're documenting everything properly it's going to end up making you much more money the customer much uh a lot more a lot happier uh, and at the end of the day, it's going to get you better referrals if you do it correctly versus the alternative, whether you lose money or whether you charge a homeowner more money than they were expecting at the end.
0: Absolutely. So in my experience, uh, seeing this go down, it's, it's usually related to a contractor who is experiencing, they, they didn't plan quite right, right? It's a little bit of their planning.
1: Uh, sometimes it's their planning traditionally it's when a homeowner changes something you know add something that wasn't on the initial kind of estimate or wasn't oh, okay. part of the initial plan yeah so the change order is going to be when anything changes from the original scope of work so it could be something as simple as hey we want to move this railing here it could be as simple something as simple as uh you know uh an issue that came up during the construction maybe um you know some of the ceiling was sagging in one area and need to be fixed and was unexpected Uh, or it might just be the homeowner saying hey you know i i wanted this door here initially now i want it somewhere else so we're gonna have to reframe a few things
0: so why be scared of it then i was imagining you know a contractor that's experiencing like a little bit of trepidation a little bit of fear around telling the contractor that they had to make or the the homeowner that they had to make this change that was significant you know like because because they didn't want to have them like talk badly about their process or because they they didn't want to be accused of not planning correctly yeah
1: you know that's there there is some there's a stigma or there's some fear around it uh in those instances where maybe the homeowner, it's it's hard to tell a homeowner if they're expecting a job to cost, you know, for simple numbers, fifty thousand dollars. And you go back and tell them, hey, you know, because of these issues, whether it's with the contractor or not, I mean, you know, in these situations, it's not with the contractor, that, hey, it's going to be $10,000 more. That's a really tough conversation to have. You know, you never want to let down your customer. You, you don't said
0: want... it was going to be $80,000. Yeah, exactly.
1: You don't want them to come back and say, well, no, you said it was going to be fifty. This isn't my yeah. issue. Yeah. And, and it's it's really a tough conversation to have. And some owner homeowners... Don't wanna have it. You know, and I and I get it. If you're, you know, kind of saving your pennies for a job and all of a sudden it's gonna be a lot more money, that's not that's not an ideal occurrence. So I mean that's that's why it's gonna be a tough conversation. Um, you know, and also, you know, as I stated earlier and we can dive into it in a little bit, the biggest issue is that having that conversation after the fact, maybe during you know you try to give a rough estimate and then three months later you're going to bill for it the homeowner may remember these numbers differently in their mind you know they may say oh i thought you said it was going to be three thousand dollars to five thousand dollars and that's where a lot of contractors get into trouble when they're trying to be too nice oh we'll handle it we'll figure it out later well later comes and they're billing the homeowner extra five thousand dollars uh you know that that traditionally gets them into trouble
0: so lay this out for us you know i think you're gonna be talking a little bit more than me on this podcast but i Ultimately, what are the steps that every contractor needs to put into place so that they make sure they do a change order when there needs to be a change order?
1: You know, I think the number one thing, whether it's with, um, you know, whether you're a general contractor, um, you know, with your own employees, whether you're using subcontractors, is really just documentation and communication. Those are the number, the, the two main things, that's, that's it. You know, you gotta communicate with the homeowner, clearly setting expectations, for estimated cost, and at the end of the day, like any job, you may think it's going to be X amount of dollars and Y, and it might turn out to be more or less. And that's a communication you have to have with the homeowner. Say, hey, I expect it to be three to $5,000, so this change order, okay. When it's all said and done, you come back, you say, okay, it's going to be 3500 here's why. So it's setting those expectations, but it's also, again, documenting it. Uh, on a lot of these longer jobs that's three to six months one of the bigger issues like i said is maybe not documented properly maybe having everything verbal and then at the end of the job when you're sending that final invoice and they're getting billed maybe ten thousand dollars more than they expected even if you lay things out clearly they may not remember the same you know their memory might be cloudy there might have been a few other change orders that they got mixed well you up got a on.
0: contract yeah you got a clear contract the more that you you've documented
1: That's exactly it. And that's why that documentation is so important. When I see my you know my clients or people in the industry get tripped up here is because they're not documented correctly. Because the point of a change order is that it wasn't on the original contract. You know, but that's if the original
0: contract is like kind of wishy-washy and is doesn't have clarity around yeah. specifics, then and the the more wishy-washy it is, the less a change order is gonna be obvious.
1: Yeah, exactly, a hundred percent. And and if you're not documenting each individual change order, whether it's five hundred dollars, whether it's fifty dollars, whether it's five thousand, you know that that's going to create more issues down the road. Some homeowners they may be great. They may say, okay, here's what you invoice. We're good to go. I remember these. Some homeowners may start questioning you on each one. So you got to document it. Uh, whether you know, there's a lot of software out there. Uh, I've used Builder Trend some other softwares in the past that do a great job documenting change orders. You can even have the homeowner approve it online, so you have kind of that contract online. Or even just a hard copy simple sheet of paper of, hey, it's going to be X amount of dollars to execute this change order, here's the work we're going to do, and have the homeowner sign it. Just simple as that, so then down the road you have that in writing and, and everyone's on the same page.
0: So it sounds so simple.
1: It does, it does, but so many home, so many contractors, don't do it, you know, and and why, I why
0: is it, why is it's one of the biggest challenges, and if you have a couple of stories, share those. With us. Yeah, I,
1: you know, I think there's a couple different reasons. I think, uh, you know, when there's there's a lot of people involved in a job, whether it's a subcontractor, whether it's an employee, um, you know, there there may be some breakdowns in communication there. Um, You know, someone might approve, quote unquote, that change order, a uh, a husband say, and maybe the wife isn't as aware of it. And then you're having the conversation with her down the road about the invoice or vice versa. Um, the employee may not tell the, you know, the, the general contractor, the sub may not tell the general contractor about those change orders until the end. I think that's one of the bigger issues, and the other one in this- How do you,
0: how do you cut through that with your subcontractors? How do you make sure that they
1: get you that? You ha- you have to have a process in place. You have to have subcontractors you can trust, employees you can trust, and at the end of the day, you need to explain to them, especially with employees. And This is something that, you know, I've seen with uh, a contractor we both know really well, is the employees weren't passing along change orders they were talking to the homeowner saying oh hey yeah we'll do that no problem and maybe telling you know the owner of the company down the road uh, instead of documenting it at the time and maybe not being clear on what the price was stuff like that so i would
0: say that's something that you should dress in an all hands meeting something exactly where you can you know make it clear if that's one of your biggest things because you said this is, could be one of the largest losses of income yeah. for a contractor so if it's Possible to be one of your largest loss items. Yeah. You're really leaky business if you don't fix this. Then you should have an all-hands meeting and say, this is how we're handling change orders from now on.
1: Exactly. Uh, you know, what, I, what I've told my previous clients about, you know, these issues is you need to be very clear with your employees that the company's gonna make a lot less money. The employees potentially are gonna make less money. The home, the owners gonna make less money. We
0: don't get raises unless you give <laughs> change orders every time. Yeah, I mean, and that's clear.
1: that's the truth. You know, some jobs I've seen anywhere from you know five to ten thousand dollars lost on change orders that weren't documented properly. And then again, you get to the end and you go to the homeowner and you say, hey, here's kind of what here's my invoice. And then they're fighting you at every step of the way, we didn't agree to this change order. Oh, we didn't know it was going to be this much. And then all of a sudden you're haggling over prices. And again, that, that's where the documentation comes in, the communication, so everyone's on the same page. Yeah,
0: I think that people don't always hate the fact that there's an upgrade, especially if it's instigated by them, right? There's something that they need to make a change on, but they definitely don't want it to be a sneaky change and they definitely don't want it to be something that they don't get to have some say in before it happens.
1: Exactly. and and, and the Because commu- they
0: might say, hey, I understand that you want to do that. But we just can't. Yeah. We cannot add that banister or, like, you know, that upgraded thing that you wanted to do. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes it's the contractor that says, I feel like this would be really good.
1: Exactly.
0: Right? Like, this would be better for your, your home's value or this would be better this would be a better look, I've got an idea. Mm-hmm. You, you got to communicate that. You can't just sneak it in there, right? You can't just give them the bill later.
1: Exactly. On large additions, you know, on really any additions, you just never know what you're going to run into. And sometimes there may be a, a ruined joist that needs to be replaced or again, an attic sagging and you need to fix that, um, you know, foundational issues. And those things come up, you know, and, and, you need to communicate, and it might be a look thing. It might be, a, hey, I think this will look better, but it's going to be a few thousand dollars more. But again, it's that communication. It's making sure that everyone is on the same page. That all right, it's going to be around this amount of money. We're on the same page. This fix, you know, has been approved by the homeowner, and and you know, then down the road, there's no haggling over dollars or some miscommunication there. It's very clear and laid out.
0: I love it. So. Now that you've implemented this for a company, so let's imagine you—we've got it. We've had the all-hands meeting. We said, you know, for the people working for us, if you do this on a regular basis, you're much more likely to—we're uh, much more likely to succeed as a team. So let's do it. This is how it looks. This is the specifics. Now, what does it look like later on down the road? Like,
1: explain to me what success looks like. Success looks like, you know, you making more money, more money. I mean, no, it, no, it, I
0: mean, like, like what? It, like, let's say it's a year into building this process. What is, can you kind of walk us through what? the, what the new process looks like, I guess. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, again, you know, whether you're, whether you're working with software or whether you're doing everything with paper, you know, and I encourage, you know, all my clients to work, you know, with some sort of, software. you say builder
0: trend, that's okay. You can show yeah, builder, bu- trend. builder
1: trend is one that I think is fairly priced. Um, you know, in my experience, it's really all inclusive and it's really intuitive. So for a lot of people who aren't familiar with software, it's a really great, you know, great. You know, they have my endorsement as far as one to get into. Again, yeah. you know, fairly priced, intuitive, and that's the number. You know, the two most important things. So, what does it software. do well
0: though that you like so much?
1: You know, I like with Builder Trend. Again, a lot of other softwares have that. So, so if you have your, you know, different software, you should use that in, in, in any way you can if you're paying for that. But the a lot of times, uh, you know, with Builder Trend, the homeowner has access. The homeowner is reviewing everything. The homeowner can create change orders if you give them that capability. But, you know, the most important thing for me is they can approve change orders. So if it's something, again, a new banister, you can put on there a new banister. You can lay down costs. You can put on receipts. You can put in, you know, the price, send it off to the homeowner. Then the homeowner approves it. And right there, everything's documented. It goes into the job cost of the entire job. um, And it even separates, like, here's the approved change orders, you know, that are on there. And then there's, again, there's really no, no qualms about it. There's no discussions. They can either... Once they approve a change order, they um, they get an email where they can even pay for that change order right then and there, if the contractor and the homeowner want to handle it that way. Um, but you know, I think to to answer your earlier question about success, is or how how do you kind of view the success of it? Um, it's about getting that documentation, and again, then you're having those conversations up front, whether it's with the employee or with the you know the owner of the company or whomever is having those conversations. You have those. You get everything documented. You communicate clearly, and then at the end, you're not haggling over you know thousands of dollars or these different change orders or these different changes, especially What's on in, these longer term projects.
0: You know, it increases customer satisfaction. So if you like customer satisfaction, yeah, it,
1: it, you know, it, it's not just change orders. It's the communication of the industry. Um, communication is the number one thing, and it's really most evident on change orders. You know, you're going to get the best referrals. You're going to get customer satisfaction. You're yep. going to get repeat business strictly from communicating all issues, but especially, you know, change orders is one of the main ones where it's very clear cut, you know, that, that you're explaining everything properly and the homeowner is going to leave with a lot better taste in their mouth, a lot more positive feelings.
0: Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for joining me, uh, Jesse. Appreciate it very much, of course, man. Thanks, Thanks, Tim. Yeah, I think that we're we're doing the Lord's work here by getting this uh, these topics in front of people and try to help a little bit. Um, definitely interested in your guys' feedback if you on the video or the podcast. If you leave a comment, um, just about what you liked about it and you know maybe what you might want to hear about next. We'll talk through it. Jesse's been doing administration for construction companies for some time, seen it from a bunch of different angles, not just one company. So there's a lot of Uh, opportunity to talk through some of those things. And of course, thank you for, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And we've got uh, another episode next week, next Monday. And so join us then. We're doing every Monday at 7 a.m. No bullshit, 30 minutes or less. It's the Next Level Contractor Podcast brought to you by Hook Agency. Hookagency.com is our company. And at Hook Agency on social. So, thanks guys. Have a good week.